Hey everybody, welcome to Real Talk, a podcast where we discuss film, TV, and pop culture. My name's Anthony and I'm joined by two awesome co-hosts, so I'm going to turn it over to them real quick so they can introduce themselves. My name is uh, Sergio and I'm very excited for this podcast, actually, you don't understand. Um, It's going to be way different than your typical film podcast, so uh, stay tuned. And uh, my name is Francisco. And uh, I'm also really excited. It's going to be, like Sergio said, very different. Um, And it's going to, I think, be very educational to a lot of you listeners. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, We, the the three of us, are film students. You know, we studied film in college. And so we all are very interested in the topic and we have a lot of different things we'd like to discuss about the industry and just the history of film. And so that's kind of what this podcast is going to be. It's going to be a lot of... And we make films. Yeah, and we make some short films, which, you know, down the line we might discuss a little bit. But um, a lot of this is going to be historical stuff, you know, just a little uh, presenting information about the history of film in like a fun, casual setting. So it's not going to feel like school or anything or too serious, but... um, Hopefully, everyone who's listening can learn a little bit and just enjoy the ride with us. So, uh, without any further ado, we'll jump right into it. Um, Let's jump in. I'd like to I'm start. Ready. I'd like to start with a little segment. This day in history. Um, oh yeah. So, on this date of recording, June twelfth, twenty twenty one, in nineteen. 19- 39. Whoa. So we're going we're Where going way back, back here. Man. 1939. I don't, don't think I was alive. Yeah, I think it I think I would have to agree also. It's a little a little before our time. Um shooting began on Paramount Pictures Dr. Cyclops, um, which was the first horror film photographed in three strip Technicolor. So that was kind of a Jeez. That was kind of a new wave, Technicolor, you know, finally getting those color images. And um, that film was actually nominated. Revolutionary. It was nominated for an Oscar for Best Visual Effects. Um, I don't think it won the Oscar, but it was nominated. What? And, um, which, yeah, it nominated. is Nominated. It is kind of shocking. Um, I can already tell whoever won that Oscar or whatever movie won that Oscar didn't deserve it more than Dr. Cyclops. I mean, just the title alone is... So, but uh, I'm trying to figure out how something that was the first... How, uh, okay, continue. They're probably scared. They're probably scared. Yeah, who knows? They, didn't, they didn't want to believe it. <laughs> they did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were nervous. Do you guys know who directed that film? Uh, is someone I would know? Maybe. I really don't know how to pronounce his last name. I hope I'm not butchering it. Uh, Ernest B. Shodzak. Shoot, yeah, Shodzak. Uh, I think. Let's I, go with I, that. I understand that. I understand. Let's let's he, go with that. Um, he worked with Marion C. Cooper on King Kong. Ooh. Oh, okay. So he's he revolutionized cinema. Yeah. So he's he's one of those pioneers. Um. But yeah, that's your little. This day in history, so a little tidbit of info for you guys there. Um, I have a quick question about King Kong. 
okay. you think do you think when they were making King Kong, like when they made stuff like that, do you think they really understood how timeless it would be? No, I don't think there's any way you could. Isn't that crazy though that they made something like that like 80, 90 years ago and like still till this day there's films about it and kids still watch it? Yeah. That's amazing. That's film. That is mm-hmm. film. That's film. That's another that's segment. Film. That's, that's film. <laughs> that's film. <laughs> hey, that, <clears throat> that's film. That's film. And that's film. Can you explain that? Uh, well, that's film. <laughs> that's film for you. So we're going back in time, uh, you know, seeing as this is our first Real Talk podcast episode, our very first one. So we're kind of pioneering this. Um, so I wanted to talk about another pioneer who's even an earlier pioneer than, you know, showed Sack with his, you know, Dr. Cyclops. This is the earliest preserved film. Oh, Ooh. gosh. So this is all the way back in 1888. We're taking, oh, the, taking a little trip in the time machine. Goodness, I don't even think there were laws back then. <laughs> Is that when dinosaurs were around, I think? Or? <laughs> I think people were still, I think at that time, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but people were still dueling for land. Yeah, jousting and whatnot. <laughs> Joust. yeah. I think there were kings and okay. queens. And... No, I meant like dueling, like, you know, like a like a standoff. Not a standoff. What do you call it? All right, continue. Yeah, <laughs> but well, this was this took place in England, so they weren't doing okay. that. It wasn't right. the wild. Oh, they're very proper. Yeah. But okay. you know, Sorry. Francisco, you were right. There were kings and queens. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, this yeah, I know my history. This film is, uh, I think, I want to say like two and a half seconds. Um, oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. A barn burner. I mean, really, that's. I don't know if that's I mean, long that's for. Do. Yeah, I mean, you had. Um, very primitive technology compared to today. Um, it's called the Round Hay Garden Scene. Um, so yeah, it's considered the earliest surviving motion picture by Guinness Book of World Records. Um, invented, well, filmed on a camera, invented by Louis Le Prince from France. Um, he, he actually got a patent for this camera, an American patent, uh, it's a 16, <laughs> so he, he made a camera, a 16 lens device is kind of what it's termed as, that he claimed could serve as both a motion picture camera and a projector. What? Uh, so he was really a pioneer in cinema. He created this device, um, and he took out another patent for similar devices for in Great Britain. So he got an American patent and a patent in Great Britain. And he, he, well, I'll get to this part later, but so he shot, he shot that film in 1888, um, in his garden at his house, at his home, um, or his estate, I should probably say. In England, so I'll say his estate. It was an estate. Um, so yeah, it was it was at uh, his house, and I believe his mother-in-law and um, I don't know some of his other siblings. Basically, it's them 
kind of dancing in the garden for you know two seconds, and that's about it. It actually has an IMDb score, um, so if you know that means anything. Please be to above an eight. No, yeah, I think it is. Let me check right now. Actually, oh, it's a seven point three out of ten on IMDb. Okay, but an eighty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, eighty nine percent of Google users liked it. So I kind of want to know the the negative reviews on the two second. Like, what about these two seconds did the reviewers find unenjoyable? Yeah, like Um, when you was it the first second or like (laughs) that is a good question. Like, what were they expecting? Like anything that's two seconds, how do you expect it to be? more like than what it is. off you know maybe. that is, that is a good question um if we have time at the end let's look at those reviews because i am curious yeah I'll, yeah I'll pull some up yeah continue i'm definitely curious um so yeah that was really um a launching point for cinema it's the first or earliest preserved film now we don't know if there's any earlier ones um that got destroyed but as far as moving pictures go, this was supposedly the first camera invented by Le Prince to, you know, film motion picture. Uh, each frame carried, well, each section of the film would carry four frames of negative. So wow. that's probably why it was only two and a half seconds. Yeah. Um, very short. Uh, La Prince's mother-in-law, who's actually in the film, she's like an old woman kind of uh, walking backwards in the film. Uh, she actually died 10 days after filming and became officially Whoa. officially became the first actress, film actress to pass wow. away. So she made a little the history there. The first one to pass away. Yeah. Wow. Um, La Prince was set to perform a live demonstration of the camera in the U.S., but then something mysterious happened. Oh man, do I am I gonna get scared? I don't know. This is this is actually the most interesting part of this whole story about the earliest film. It actually has nothing to do with the film and everything oh. to do with what happened to the inventor. Um so oh, in gosh. September of eighteen ninety, Le Prince was preparing to go to a trip to the United States to show off his patented cameras that he recently obtained the patent for. But before his journey, he decided to return to France to visit family, his brother, specifically. Um, So on the 16th of September, he boarded a train to Paris. But he was never seen again by his family or his friends. No. What? He... No. Nobody... um, He'd he'd never uh, disembarked. He never... Got off the train. That's kind of creepy. I got the goosebumps. And his luggage was never found. What? So. Uh, he never boarded? No, he boarded. Um, I think his, his brother. Yeah, his brother saw him board the train. What? This is the biggest mystery I've ever heard. Is there a film this on like this? A- this is like a TV Cooper <laughs> situation. Um, he was officially declared dead what? in 1897. Um, so oh, wow. So seven years, and then they, you know, just declared him dead. Um, he never showed oh up. Oh my god, they never. That's crazy. Never 
However, there's a photograph of a drowned man pulled from no from a river in 1890. What are you doing to us? And it strongly resembled him. Oh man, that's now. This photo tough. wasn't wasn't discovered until 2003 in the Paris police archives. <laughs> so wait a minute, dude. Hold this is hold the, the phone. Mystery I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, this has taken a twist, hasn't it? Yeah, I thought you were just going to tell us about the earliest preserved. <laughs> well, you know the film. The film is only two and a half seconds, uh, and this part is, you know, everything that happens after <laughs> that. A lot longer. It's a lot longer, longer than. than this. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's wow. amazing, but kind of not kind of. That's tragic. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the, you know. The cause of death wow. that they're going with now is that he drowned, yeah, and that it was a suicide that he just jumped into the river and drowned. Um, before now, the discovery, not to, what? Not to go off on a tangent here. Um, Why does that sound just, like you are? <laughs> uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm just gonna say this. It says it was a suicide, correct? What if someone wanted that camera? Yeah. That he had. Hmm. So they threw him off the train so they can get that camera and then, I don't know, make movies with it. Well, see, there's still so Um, many questions because the photograph of the man pulled from the river was from 1890. So that is... Oh yeah, that is the that is the same year he disappeared, 1890. So it, yeah, that could be what happened. They tossed him into the river and took his camera. What if they um, took the picture with that camera? That's messed up. We're diving into a wormhole here. Yeah, well, um, I mean, hey, you heard it here first on Real Talk. You we're heard it here you. first. I think we're, you know, we're doing our thing. We're we're telling it like it is. So real if anyone's talk. a distant relative, um, let us know. Yeah, feel free to reach yeah. out and um, tell us your side of the story. Get help us get the facts straight. But you know, it's all speculation at this point. We don't know. It's it's you know impossible to confirm that the man in the photograph it was Le Prince. Um, but I think at, with hard work and dedication, we could maybe figure it out. If we get enough support think, for this episode, uh, we can fly out to think, England and um, figure it out. I think there's a lot yeah. of, I think there's a lot of people that have tried to figure this thing out. Yeah, well, they weren't us, so um, they're probably forensic people. We're real time, real talk. We're real time, real talk. Real time, real talk. Just that's how it is. So there's a little story about the earliest. Um, preserved film and the tragic backstory of its inventor and its pioneer. Now, not all these uh, little... Uh, <laughs> not not every segment will be this mysterious and depressing. Um, but I'm I just, home alone. I'm scared. What about... Oh, can we do mysterious? Oh, yeah. There's. I mean, there's going to be a lot more mystery and a lot more fun to be had um, with these with these episodes. But, you know, I just wanted to start off our first episode with the first film. You know, if we're starting from somewhere, let's start from the very beginning. And then it turned into a crazy story that I wasn't foreseeing. So uh, that's just 
that's just what happened. We're just telling you the facts, what actually occurred, and um, you guys can make your own speculations as to what you think happened to Le Prince. And, you know, feel free to let us know if you have your own conspiracies. Um, there are several that you can find on the internet of different um, possible reasons for his disappearance. But uh, that's kind of our main segment for today. Uh, we're going to talk about... Um, well, we're gonna. I'm gonna turn it over to my co-hosts here, and they're gonna kind of um, talk about some more entertainment-related topics of their choosing. Yes, Sergio, do you want to go first? I know you have those reviews pulled up. Okay, so I've been kind of looking at a couple of them. Um, for the most part, they're actually, you know, they're pretty understanding. Um, <laughs> they, um, and, you know, a lot of them talk about how, you know, it's a big moment in history. Um, this one gave it a 10 out of 10, but said that it was a... Um, oh. Uh-oh. Was he scared by the review? Hello? Hello. Yeah. Oh my god. Sorry, just lagged really, really bad. Um, yeah, sorry guys, we're not all in the same room, you know. We, <laughs> sorry. We're yeah, using this will get better. Right this yeah, this yeah, will yeah. get better. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll be doing it live and stuff like that. But anyways, um, alright, I'm just gonna go into, okay, so this one's a 7 out of 10. Uh, you know, it says, you know, the first ever movie, wow. Okay, first sentence, or few sentences. No plot, no sound, no credits. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's the seven out of ten. I feel like maybe there's some trolls in here. Um, in Rotten Tomatoes? No, this is IMDb. Oh, okay, okay, I got. You. Um, they make that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. So then, uh, here's another one. Uh, a three out of ten. Okay. Ooh. Wow. Uh, he, you always hear this. I never write reviews, but I had yeah. to. Yeah. I had to IMDb for this for two you. seconds yeah. that I watched. Mm -hmm. I had to. Had to. Here we go. Here we go. I'll read the first two paragraphs. Ready? Yeah. I have never written a review before, but I just had to add some balance to this. It is obvious that the other reviews are from people that either worked on it or are family members. Uh, this is a troll. <laughs> okay. So, so um, obviously, <laughs> so it's obvious that the reviews are people that worked on it. Okay, so he doesn't know what he made. All right, continue. Yeah. Do not believe the hype. This movie is very slow. The acting is wooden, and the ending offers no explanation. I like I was, that review. I was no, fortunate funny. enough to have no, watched good. this at a screening, as I would be angry if I actually <laughs> paid for it. Wow, I love that review, actually. <laughs> two two possibilities there. Either he really doesn't know what he watched, or he's trolling. Um, yeah. It would be um, really funny, actually, if he watched a completely uh, different film. This one's film. a 7 out of 10, so... <laughs> watched a, he got a screener for a completely different film and reviewed it under <laughs> this one. Oh, man, that's so funny. Um... But yeah, you know, most of them, like I said, uh, you know, pretty high rated just because of the historical significance. Um, but, you know, people obviously are in here uh, trolling and uh, it just IMDb is a weird place because you have people that troll and bring down the the ratings of a film. So that's how that works. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. You know, IMDb and yeah, we'll talk about that and stuff day. like that. There's so many great things we're gonna discuss um, over the course of the show, and I'm so glad yeah. that each and every one of you guys are tuned in. Hope you guys continue to support. Um, feel free to listen to us on. You know, we're gonna be on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Anchor, everything, just wherever you Google, listen to podcasts. Podcast. Yeah, wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure to search up Real Talk, and we'll be on there. Um, for our closing, um, you want to just kind of talk about why you guys love film and, you know, what you're excited yeah. to dive into uh, with this series, with this show? Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to, to say why I love film or why I'm into it. Cause like, I feel like it's hard not to say the cliche thing, but like, it's just true. Like it just there's something about it that just moves me in a way that like nothing else does. You know what I mean? Like, like I feel like watching certain films at certain times puts me in certain moods and it just like, like I can get so inspired from a film and also get so depressed. And so anything that's able to like, just completely move me like that in any way, just like, I don't know. There's something about it that is just feels like, it feels like, I don't know, not like magic, but it just feels different. I don't know how to explain it. So like, that's what makes me so interested and just like to have the power someday to make films like that, to move other people. Like that's just something that just makes me very passionate about it. So that's kind of why I love it so much, I would say. Very very well said yeah that was great cisco yeah francisco you got anything um for me i think um i think the power that film has on you know individuals is something that i don't think we can explain um i think the the emotions that are evoked, whether that be, oh, I'm really scared, I'm really frightened to, oh man, I, I, I love, um, I want to be in a romantic relationship, or um, I'm laughing so hard. These emotions, um, especially with any form of art, um, is evoked. But I think with film, I think it encapsulates everything, yeah. and um, it, it takes a little bit from from every single uh, avenue that art has and it uh, puts it in a motion picture. And um, I think I think just sitting down in a movie theater um, and being transported into another world, I think it's um, I think it's liberating. And I think that feeling like what Serge was saying, it would be very powerful to evoke in others. And I think it's something yeah. that, um, something that has uh, always drawn me into when when I talk about film, when I watch films, and so um, I think I think film will be a huge part of of my life for for the rest of my life, and uh, and yeah, that's why at least to me, I, I love film. Yeah, to add on to that, like you're completely correct. Like that's one thing that film is able to do is 
it literally combines like the biggest art forms that we have all together. Mm -hmm. And so like, whether we're talking like image or we're talking like score or we're talking like acting, like all the art forms, like it's all combined. And it's like just having so many people work on one thing, you know what I mean? From different, like, exactly. it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy to even think about. Like, it's just, it's yeah, amazing for sure. Yeah. I think film is also a great way for us to learn about other people and cultures and around the world. You get to kind of visit places and see people that you may never actually get to see in real life so it's just really cool to be able to kind of get a little window into other people's worlds because um, you know this planet's huge and through film we can see areas that we'd never get to explore on our own so um, there's just so many great things about film we're going to try and cover as many of those things as possible um, all of yes. it. We're covering all of it. Every single portion. <laughs> and we Think want about something. We're covering it. <laughs> we want to share. We want to share um, our passion with you guys. So um, that's why starting today and going forward with all the other podcasts. Before we officially sign out, we're gonna give you guys either a film or a score or something for you guys to uh, listen to and watch. Um, just to give you guys a little piece of, you know, our things that we like. So um, I think, Sergio, you can start, you can give our suggestion this week, and each week it'll be a different person um, giving, you, giving you guys a film that we okay. enjoy, that we want you guys to enjoy as well. Okay, so I'll start um, the week off by... This, this is a film that I feel like... I mean, I feel like a lot of people did watch it and a, a lot of people enjoyed it, but I feel like it was like criminally underrated. And I feel like it's something that will be talked about because I just think that like the impact and not so much the impact, but just like as a sci-fi film, it's so good. And the story behind it um, and how it was... Um, I mean, basically, Paramount didn't even... They didn't even care about this film. They didn't care if it was successful or not. Um, and the movie I'm talking about is Annihilation. Um, it's directed mm -hmm. and written by Alex Garland, um, who's, you know, he's great. Um, but it's it's a weird film, but it's so good, and the score is amazing, the visuals are amazing, everything about it is amazing, but it just didn't get any traction because... Um, the story behind it is Paramount, they didn't like the way that the film was going. When they were talking about it, when they were filming it in the early stages, Alex Garland was very specific on how he wanted the film to go. And um, they only had the movie in theaters for, I think it was like three weeks. Wow. Maybe a month. And they pulled it. And in the here's the craziest part. I read an article where they said that it didn't even have a worldwide release. Wow. Around the world, it was played on Netflix. That's that's it. It didn't even go wow. to theaters. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, when you watch this film, you're gonna wish you saw it in theaters. Yeah. Um, that's just you know, I don't know. It's 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 crazy that that happened, but at the same time, you gotta respect a director that, with all that happening, still makes their film. And, you know, it was critically acclaimed. All the critics loved it, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. 
So that would be my suggestion. Yeah. So criminally, out, criminally underrated. Check out Annihilation this week. You can watch it on Hulu or you can rent it from, you know, anywhere. Amazon, Apple TV, all that. And so if you have sure Paramount to, Plus, if you if you have Oh, that, yeah, if you have Paramount Plus there. as well. But definitely it's on Hulu. So, yeah, check it out. Um, or I'll let you borrow thoughts. it. I own it. <laughs> yeah, just reach out to us and we'll yeah, let you send us, send us your mailing address and he'll mail it. Rent it from me. <laughs> <laughs> from me, rent it, please. Oh, that's, man, that's actually funny. how we're making our money. We're just giving you guys our <laughs> Blu-rays to rent. Um, yes. We, between us three, we have actually a pretty good collection. Yeah, so, and it's growing you know. by the month. So Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Later.